0: In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Welcome to the Chaos Network.
0: Now you're all in
1: big, big trouble.
0: What time is it? We
1: will throw out all kinds of sports topics. The moment Delonte West banged LeBron's mom. LeBron had every right to do whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, that's horrible. Political views. If we get rid of abortion in the United States, what happens when Bismarckisberger is uh, holding (laughs) down some chick and gets her pregnant and she can't get rid of the baby? <laughs> Is that your best? Just random rants and stuff. Are you supposed to record podcasts over? I'm your huckleberry. I do drugs all my life. My life will be shorter. Oh, Peyton Manning break his fucking arm. <laughs> so it's Oscar night, and for that, you know Hollywood rolled down the red carpet as only Hollywood could do. Uh, dressed to the nines, I believe, in a a Colts jersey, as I would expect, nothing less. I think that's what he's wearing. I have no idea. I can't really see past the beard. Um, And he's ready to put on his best performance of the evening because it's really just a show of two guys and Mike in sports as Gov has been called into duty for other tasks, and I do mean D-O-O-D-Y usually uh, when it comes to the foggly duties that he has. So we're just going to roll with the two guys and Mike, which... Sometimes it's good to go old school, and I need some help from Hollywood because, in the studio, I guess is what we'll say. I'm I'm deciding what to have on TV in front of me since the Oscars starts in a half hour, and I have three movie choices in front of me. In Hollywood, <clears throat> what should I choose? Captain America: The First Avenger, Talladega Nights, or Anchorman?
0: Oh, that's a tough one. I know, uh... right? It's funny because I just turned on Captain America. Yeah, it, but if
1: you hit guide, if you hit guide and go up, you have the same three choices
0: I do because it's the right. same. But that's some tough movies. I mean, Anchorman is always a great movie. I know. Ta- Talladega Nights is a classic. Right. And, uh, you, know, you know, if you're in the mood for a dude movie, Captain America is pretty cool to watch too.
1: I mean, is either Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell, or what, Chris Evans? Uh, yeah.
0: Uh, I think i have to choose Will Ferrell. Yeah, I think, I think Will Ferrell should win. You can go with Will Ferrell and Steve Carell and be okay. okay. All right, so how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. You know, like you said, Oscars uh, tonight should be fun and exciting. I, uh, you know, it's always enjoyable to watch what the uh, Hollywood stars, even Hollywood's pretty run down nowadays. Uh, get you up are get-
1: not run down.
0: Get up and get glamorous for uh, for my night. So I'm, you know, I'm good with it. I uh, uh, had the weekend uh, all to myself. The wife was in Vegas for a girls' weekend, so she's on her way uh, home right now. She'll probably be here in the next hour. Or so, uh, but you're excited kick back and her. kick back and talk to you for a little while, bro. I am excited to see her. I know she had a good time, so it's good for her to get out of the house for a weekend.
1: She bringing her winnings back? God, I hope
0: she fucking wants some money. I, she probably didn't even gamble.
1: How could you marry her then? I mean, I love her to death, but the thing about her—if she didn't gamble, you know, a few weeks with us, like in some therapy, if gambling, she'll she'll be a champ with it and pick it right up. So. Yeah,
0: I, I think it's actually a, a blessing she doesn't overly gamble because, well, as we know, I'm pretty terrible gambler. <laughs>
1: Does she? Does she? Uh, she might be. You know, she's a big
0: sports girl. She might be good at this whole sports betting thing. She's uh, she's good every once in a while. She'll she'll hit me up and want to make a bet. So yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that's good. That's better than most of them. That's for sure.
1: Uh, so tonight, like we said, two guys and Mike at sports. We might as well have fun with it. Enjoy where we first started and uh, kind of do our thing. So uh, let's let's do a little bit of
0: housekeeping. Sounds good, bro. Uh, if anybody wants to give us a call tonight, they can hit us up six four six. Three seven eight zero seven nine three uh you know give us your your best picture nominee if you want to six four six three seven eight zero seven nine three or hit us up on Twitter uh, you can interrupt gov's duties uh, by hitting him up at governor underscore Baines uh, you can reach chaos at fn chaos uh, you can reach me at s o w Hollywood and of course you can reach the show at Sportsletter, our way blowing. And just to sneak it in there for Snowflake, you can reach Snowflake at Kendall Scott. All right, six four six three seven eight zero seven nine three.
1: So, uh, look, it's little known fact. I like that. That's the Cliff Clavin line. Love the Cliff Clavin line. Cheers was probably one of my favorite TV shows. Um, little known fact that you really do look forward to this night though. This is like uh, probably as 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 much fun for you as. I don't know. Uh, opening day to well, I don't know. Maybe Major League Baseball All Star Game. We'll say how's
0: that? Definitely, yeah. Definitely uh, enjoy enjoy the old movies and I definitely enjoy the Academy Awards. So it'll it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. So because you, you had you had a, a little movie stint, right? I, I did, uh, uh, and still technically do. Uh, I have been into uh, feature movies that have been distributed. So and
1: was this in the adult film industry?
0: It was not uh, in the adult industry, although sometimes it makes you wonder. You know, if if all else goes to the shit, I'll take a stab at porn.
1: Matt, you know, do it, buddy. So could you? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Well, let's let's get this let's get
0: the two guys on my show started, buddy. This is another public service announcement. you just tell me that eating pussy is going to give me cancer? Yep. Oh, goodness! God, is going to be my DMAF. But as they say in the U.S. Navy, there is no
1: wrong hole. No! Getting a little strange on daytime TV. You are Brokeback Jack. I'm your Huckleberry. Also DMAF. Quiet, numbskulls. I'm broadcasting. So, um, I kind of want to go along the lines of tonight of the DMAF just kind of being, uh, well, we'll start in New Jersey. We'll start with uh, police officers in New Jersey, it's more along the lines though of I want to talk about, uh, just kind of a conversation with Hollywood about just how corrupt, uh, some of the people that we look up to for, uh, protection can be, uh, it can be, uh, you know, when we put some of their trust in them, uh, that they can go ahead and turn on that really quick. Uh, in New Jersey, in, uh, Bloomfield, I believe is actually what it was, uh, yeah, Bloomfield, New Jersey, police officers, they were indicted after a cop, uh, car dashboard camera was showed um then brutally beating uh an african-american man uh and the kind of story behind it is they it was pulled over for a traffic stop uh what was the guy uh what was his name uh last name was jeter not Derek. it was not Derek jeter um and uh it, what happened was they, they pulled him over um he put his hands up and they had you know, one cop actually came up to the, to the side of uh, his car driver's side of the car, uh, and uh, had his gun drawn. Another cop on the other side of the uh, uh, car came up and actually had a shotgun drawn. Um, The guy's name, who they pulled over, was Marcus Jeter, actually. Um, And uh, both had him, uh, like, pretty much pointed at the guy's head. Um, Another cop car drives up and kind of sideswipes his car uh, to kind of make sure that he's pinned in and can't go anywhere. Uh, they bust out his back window Uh, they uh, uh, just uh, end up booking him on evasion the whole time again the guy's got his hands up he's not resisting at all he's not doing anything wrong at all he's he's literally just I guess uh, wrong place wrong time well the cops submit their report saying that was pretty much all false that he was evading them he was uh He was uh, uh fighting against the cops he was unwill uh, unwillfully un- trying to come in um and uh they actually uh this it, actually starts going to court there's a jury panel selected uh district attorney and everybody is trying to get him to uh, take a plea deal of five years in prison and uh the whole time this guy's saying that he didn't do anything. And finally, and I don't know how it took so long, but it must show, like, the amount of cover-up that there must have been, is they finally got the dashboard uh, camera from one of the squad vehicles to show exactly what happened uh, and that none of this was true, and they end up uh, uh, dropping all charges against this guy. But this took, uh, I think, about a year and a half to go through the process before um, they actually figured out that this guy was actually telling the truth. And we, we used to kid Hollywood when we worked um, up at a store in a, a fluent neighborhood that we tell our African Amer- American friends not to drive through there while they it, so they don't get their uh, DWBs, you know, they're they're driving while blacks because it truly would happen and it sounds exactly like what that was. Um and then in, in another instance there was uh uh just uh there was a report that came out today through the military that five hundred and fifty eight um uh, military personnel would it be uh, Army Navy uh, mainly Army Navy it wasn't many in the Air Force and Marines um, were let go because of uh, rape um, because of uh, child abuse because of drunken disorderlies um, I guess the thing about it is previously uh, it had been reported that there was only 58 of these uh, that there were instead they dug a little bit more and finally you know let out all the information and let go 558 of our uh, troops which you know whatever it's it, there's no real DMA up there it's just the, again the cover-up I can't imagine the type of stress and pressure and things that that our military face and I'm not making an excuse for what they do or what they did or anything like that but uh, you know it's it's you can see why there's probably more of a cover up there than in anywhere else but Lastly, and definitely not least, there was a 12-year-old boy uh, who uh, was running late to go to school, uh, and he grabs a coke or what he believes is a coke out of the refrigerator, throws it in his backpack because he'll know well, he'll know want he'll he knows he'll want it later. I'm sorry, um, and uh, this happened about four days ago. Uh, so the kid is uh, at school. Uh, and he goes to reach into his bag, and he realized that it's a a Coors Light, and it's not a Coca-Cola. And he freaks out. He doesn't know what to do. He knows he'll get in trouble if it's there. Um, And this was actually all over ABC News. I'm trying to find the kid's name. I had it in front of me a second ago, but flipping between stories, I apologize. I lost exactly where it was at. Um, So he he doesn't know what to do. So instead, he does probably the responsible thing. He could have just, you know, maybe he should have just thrown it away and not worried about it, but he gave it to his... Uh, teacher thinking that it wouldn't get him in trouble uh, and, uh, you know, told the teacher what happened. And what the teacher did is the teacher immediately took it up to the principal, uh, and they ended up suspended the kid for three days, uh, and then they put him in an alternate uh, learning facility for the next two months. So he pretty much gets in trouble. Uh, and, you know, the kid, in you know, one picture they show like a Diet Coke can, what it looks like or what a Coors Light can looks like. can be kind of similar. Uh, but uh, the kid just kind of trusted the teacher, and instead of giving them benefit of the doubt, uh, they turn around and they just kind of, you know, give it to them. I It's kind of messed up, so I just wanted to, uh, sometimes, you know, for the most part, there is always good out there, but you just kind of got to be cautious and see what the fuck else is out there, because some people, I mean, they're so quick to cover up and screw you over that, that you don't even know what the fuck, so for that, the people who always, you know, don't care, care the motherfuckers, they're
0: the DMAS. Yeah, that, uh, that, Cooler's Light Diet Coke thing, like, I could see, in a hurry, grabbing the wrong one.
1: Do you see the picture of the side-by-side on that?
0: Yeah, yeah I could definitely a, see that.
1: Yeah, just at a quick glance, for sure. I
0: mean, you know, you see silver, and then you see red. And, yeah. And if, you, if you're in a hurry, you're going to grab whatever's right there. You know, you yeah. remember those days of running away for the bus, right?
1: Fuck yeah,
0: sure. I remember having to run to school because I missed the bus.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was in Texas, by the way, sorry um yeah that the new the jersey cap thing it's good that uh you know they're getting getting it taken care of cuz that's fucked up um you know they uh certain officers take it too far and i think that's a clear example of of individuals who have an issue you know
1: oh for sure i mean it, it just imagine if we say this all the time we talk about this a lot to where there's a lot of unjust, and we go off and we yell and we scream just because that's what we do. Um, but like, I hear these stories, and, and it really starts to get me upset. What I think of, you know, what if that was you? You know, what if that was Mike? What if that happened to Hollywood or if that happened to Gov or if that happened to Snowflake? I mean, how just like incensed would that be? Would I be? And, and I think because sometimes when it doesn't happen to us, we don't quite have the same. Um, emotion about it, but Jesus, if that happened to one of you guys, or I'm sure, obviously, if it happened to me, you guys would do the same thing. We'd all go batshit fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, it, uh, you know, it definitely makes you think about it, and then then you think about the next time you get pulled over, you know? Yeah. Like, what the fuck's gonna happen? You know,
1: we we, we probably led some checkered past. I can remember being younger, hanging out with the, the, I guess, nowadays or back then definitely the wrong group sitting in the back seat of a car we got pulled over and i was sitting there just totally minding my business and somehow i ended up getting pulled out of the car handcuffed and i was in the the passenger uh back passenger side and you know you know it can be wrong place wrong time at any moment and That's i didn't nice. do anything wrong and they were they were drug running and doing all this other shit but i didn't even do anything wrong they just happened to grab the wrong guy out of the car but guilty by association i guess
0: yeah, it's crazy okay. shit, man. Always, always rush to judge, you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So,
1: I don't know. I just wanted to share, hopefully uh, get that out there. Just just be careful. Always watch your back and your front if you can.
0: Mm. Always watch your front.
1: Yeah. Um. Bro, what month is it? We we we, we forget, uh, you know,
0: know. It, It's funny because, it, as I said, always watch your front, it also made me think of the fact that it's Boo Awareness Month. <laughs> uh, so, so you can also always watch her front. Uh, we share because we care. So, you know, uh, as, as usual, here two guys and Mike in sports. It's brought to you by no one. <laughs> I love you, dude.
1: Uh, so, agenda tonight brought to you by Hollywood himself, which is awesome. So, let's talk a little bit of football. We love talking to football, and we'll talk Johnny football. And, I, I mean, I didn't know this until you sent it out. So, uh, which is great, which is I'm I'm glad that that, uh, you did the agenda night or I wouldn't know what's going on. So Gruden, who every year pretty much becomes the quarterback, interviewer guy, mantra, but he's saying that he wants Johnny Manziel on his team. Um, You're not a fan of him, though, are you?
0: Well, you know, I'm not. Uh, He, I I think he needed to stay in school and grow up a little bit. I think he's going to struggle. Uh, And I watched the interview snip that they had of uh, the Gruden interview with Manziel. And, uh, you know, it came up where Gruden asked him, hey, are you going to be a distraction for for your ball club? And, you know, Manziel said, no, I put myself in the wrong position. And he he had the mature answer. But, you know, he's still 21 years old, 22 years old. Sure. And, uh, you know, he's going to get this this big contract and endorsements to, to, you know, Go be the superstar athlete, and and he's probably going to get in trouble. Um, what's interesting is you you know they we we just went through the the combine in Indianapolis down there with you uh, these last couple of weeks, and right. obviously all these athletes are getting into the process of being interviewed and tested and graded uh, for the upcoming draft in April. And uh, Mandel is falling on a lot of people's charts. There's reports now that. He could drop all the way to Minnesota's pick, I think, which is eighth. And uh, I, uh, you know, I find that fascinating. So that that ponders the question: Who do you think could use the Manziel quarterback? Well,
1: I mean, so who are we saying is the number one quarterback off of the board?
0: Bridgewater. Well, I don't know. That's also up for you know discussion. But but ultimately, I think. If you're running a franchise and you're the top, you know, five – well, we'll go to Minnesota top eight picks. Right. Do you take Manziel if you need a quarterback? Where do you think he'd fit the best?
1: You know, it's so hard to say that. And the only reason I uh, – because – I don't know. Sorry. The reason I say it's so hard for that is because they're going to be so gun shy. I, I can't see them taking Manziel. And the reason why is, I was – I it's a reach, right? I think I think we'll all say it's a little bit of a reach that high. Um, Minnesota recently fucked this up with Christian Ponder. They took him too high, almost in the same spot. It might have been like twelve, is what uh, uh, he might have been taken at. Ponder. I don't think they're going to make that same mistake. I mean, they just had, I think the number two or two or three overall pick last year. It may have been four, and took a. Uh, offensive lineman Khalil uh, from USC out of it he ends up being a Pro Bowler and they they got that one right. If they need a quarterback. I w- I would think that they would they would if if it's let's just say if it's Manzel or or a top O or D lineman they'll go with a uh, top O or D lineman and take their chances in the second round um, and and probably get the same type of quarterback or caliber we'll say in the second round than you would at uh, Manzel at, at eight or
0: three. I'm sorry. So who do you think is the best quarterback on the board?
1: I think Bridgewater is. Yeah.
0: I think he's definitely the most NFL-ready quarterback. Mm-hmm.
1: I like I like um, how he, I don't know, we say this all the time, I like how he carries himself. I like, you know, he's got a cannon, and he's got accuracy, and he's got
0: wheels. Yeah. I think uh, if, if I'm the Houston Texans and I've got the number one overall pick, I'm taking a quarterback.
1: I don't think there's any doubt, unless you trade it,
0: I mean unless
1: you trade that pick. Um but if you if you have to draft, you draft a
0: quarterback. They're, they're a good quarterback away from being contenders for that division. I mean Indianapolis is the only other team talent wise, you know, when you oh, in that division, Tennessee and Jacksonville. And I, I, I think Houston's defense is good enough. So if they can just get a quarterback that can do, you know, even a better-than-average job, I think they'll be okay.
1: I wouldn't sleep, and I'm not, I'm not saying you really are, but I wouldn't really sleep on um, Tennessee.
0: Tennessee.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't sleep on them. I mean, uh, you're right in saying, I mean, obviously the talent is in those, those two main teams, in my opinion. And I shouldn't say obviously, because it's not like the, te- the Texans finished last in the league last year. Um, so I guess I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't say that, but there's too much talent on that damn roster for them to finish where they were.
0: Yeah, the problem with Tennessee is they have to figure out their quarterback situation. They've got to make a decision on who's going to be their quarterback.
1: Well,
0: I mean, you have an old guy, and you have a guy that gets injured all the time. Exactly. You know, you know there's a name that came up that uh, I uh, haven't seen yet, and I don't know how many of the draft reports you've been reading, but Derek Carr... Who is the younger brother of David yeah. Carr?
1: NC State too, right? Uh,
0: I think he's. I don't know where he's. What uh, college he came out of? Um, but he is climbing the, the ladder. Um, there are people saying that they'd take him over Johnny Manziel. Really? Yep.
1: You know, it's funny if you look at the NFL. A lot of the better quarterbacks are coming out of smaller schools like NC State and. Mm-hmm not like the USCs and, and things like that, So, or, you know, Bama. So, uh, you know, I, I guess I could see a little bit of validity there, that's for sure. But, I mean, let me ask you this. Okay, let's, let's, what would you do if you're the Texans? Let's just go back to that for a second. If you're the Texans, what would you do with, with, uh, with your, your ideal situation? What would it be?
0: I would draft Bridgewater. Like, that's – I've got the number one pick. I, I need a quarterback, and I need a quarterback to play now. I think Bridgewater is the answer to that. All right, let me throw – It's either that or trade the pick for – Well, that's
1: uh, what I'm saying. You, you have that on the table with you, too.
0: Yeah, but I don't know. It would really depend on the, the value of the trade because you're giving up the number one overall pick. What's that worth?
1: Well, uh, you tell me is, you're the GM. Is
0: it worth your number one and your number two picks? Maybe, maybe I drop down to your number one and I take your number two, well, I think maybe then I would because the depth there at quarterback you're gonna have enough names lower on the number one pick, maybe that happens, maybe i flip flop you know my first round and I take your second
1: okay but okay let me let me let me try to say it or put it to you this way what would you do in any scenario, okay, so you're saying. Let me just – all right, fuck okay. it. I'll tell you what I, what I would attempt to do. If I'm the Houston Texans, I get on the phone to Washington and say, all right, I'll give you the first overall pick for Kirk Cousins and your third-round pick or fourth-round pick.
0: Have you seen enough of Kirk Cousins to make that deal?
1: Would you take Kirk Cousins over Bridgewater?
0: I don't know. I think athletically Bridgewater is the better physical athlete. Huh?
1: Yeah. I think I would. I think I would do that deal because I've seen Cousins in an NFL game, and I've seen he's and he's he's good. I mean, he's, and I'm not saying he's great. I'm just saying that of what's available, I would go after him.
0: I just my problem with Cousins is there hasn't been enough tape. I get it. He's looked good when he was playing in Washington, but to see him as an every game starter for an extended period of time, you know it. it Think about what happened with Matt Flynn in Green Bay. Right. That that kid played one game. Granted, he threw seven touchdowns, but he played one game, and he went and got this mega contract, and now nobody even knows where Matt Flynn is.
1: Yeah, well, just also think, though, that, yeah, yeah that's true. He's, um, Green Bay, and he did pretty good in the backup, but that's all he ends up doing. Um, I, I guess, you know, think of your Jamarcus Russells, too, though. I mean, for every every – Chance you take, you have that on the other side of how you might end up. Um, you know, and and now let's see. You know, there's there's a lot, I guess, of possible movement that can happen in this. I know that Atlanta's trying to trade up to get to, to get Clowney. So I don't know what type of package they could offer, but you know, it'll be fun to see what happens in the NFL draft. But if I was if I was Houston, it's either draft a quarterback or trade for a quarterback.
0: Yeah, I uh I kinda like where you're going, but I don't know if Cousins is enough for me. Well then would who would be? I don't know. That's that's the thing. I'm I don't know who's available that I would try to go after. That's a great number two. Well, maybe maybe, maybe I'd call Arizona and ask for the M V P.
1: That would be a you know
0: what, I like where your head's at. I
1: like where your head's at. And let's just say though that if I'm Washington and I get a call from um Houston saying, hey, we'll give you Kirk Cousins, or uh, we'll give you the number one pick for Kirk Cousins, and let's say you, we'll just go with a fifth round pick, um, or sixth, whatever. Who cares? Late round pick. Um, if I'm the Redskins, I might answer by saying, um, no, but we'll give you RG three for that.
0: Yeah, no kidding. Uh, I think if if Houston does a job like that, I, I think the the opposing team is stupid not to take that deal. Right. Uh, so let me flip it on you then. Who do you think Washington would take if they had the number one overall pick? Do they take Clowney?
1: No. Yeah. I think I, I think they take Clowney. Yeah. 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 Because I think their 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 offense is good enough. I mean, they got a great running back. They'll, they have a, a, a better quarterback on their roster than they will probably be picked uh, in the top few quarterbacks. You know, the, you got to shore up that defense somehow. So, and I think the best defensive player on the board is Clowney.
0: Yeah, I think so too.
1: I think he did. I think his 40 time made people realize how, remember, I guess, how much of a freak that dude is.
0: Yeah, and when he's out running the quarterbacks, that's that's impressive. That is impressive as hell, dude. So, I I, I don't know. So,
1: it, it's, it, it'll be fun to see, that's for sure. And uh, when is the draft, do you know? Uh, I think it's the
0: second week of April.
1: Is it? Okay. Yeah. So. All right, cool. So, good, good, good. That went in some good directions. I'm not going to lie. Um, so, they're talking about, like, I'm an NBA guy. And we watched some NBA this afternoon, got burned on a couple of plays. I, I missed the over. You pushed on it for Golden State. You know what would happen, though? If We would have hit the over if there was a four-point shot.
0: Oh, I know. That's true. Nicely done, by the way. I didn't see you taking it that direction.
1: <laughs> we totally would have hit you over if there was a four-point shot. I probably so, also
0: would have thrown something at every TV so that <laughs> I own if there was a four-point shot. Every time some idiot shot from there.
1: So they're talking about putting that in. The new commissioner is, hes, he's you know, he's taking requests, I guess. They're thinking about that. They're thinking about um extending uh the all star break, you know, at the request of not just LeBron but a few other players. And the NBA is also urging LeBron to uh change the mask out from uh the one he's wearing to a regular, you know, plastic clear mask.
0: You know, um, I saw I saw an interview on that and, and I, I'm reading a little between the lines, but what it sounds like they said is there's an of him not being able to see your face. There's a what? There's an advantage that he had because the opposing team didn't have a clear face? Huh. They, they were saying that he might be having an unfair advantage.
1: Um, I'm calling bullshit on that. I mean, I'm, I'm not calling bullshit that you heard it, because I'm sure you heard it, obviously. Um, but I'm calling bullshit on that philosophy. There's no way. I mean... You could look at Ty Corbin, one of the ugliest players in the NBA, and nobody wanted to look at his face, and they still checked him out. So I'm not, you know, they still checked him up, I should say. Um, so, no, I, I think that's garbage. I think that's total garbage. I think it's the fact that it's different. It probably doesn't look uh, aesthetically pleasing, uh, It does, you know, nor does the other one. And they're trying to, you know, cover their own asses by, by getting them to wear, you know, the regular mask that everyone else always wears.
0: I think this is kind of a power check where they're saying, hey, LeBron, like, you've still got to follow the rules type of thing. Um, yeah. What do you think of this new commissioner, man? What Do you, do you think we need a four-point play? Do you think so, that uh, the all-star break should be extended? Do you think that there should be more of a single elimination play-in for
1: the playoffs? Um, I think, no, I, I think the... the, the the great thing about college is, is its tournament, um, and the fact that on one night Davidson can upset Kansas. We'll say, you know, just a, a, a an off team to a, a great team. But in the NBA, the nice thing about it is the better team is going to win in a seven game series or five game series or, or what have you. And I think you got to separate the two. I think I think you still have instances where eight seeds get to the NBA Finals, and, you know, you'll have your your 12th um, 12, uh, 12 seeds, uh, possibly get to a Final Four, <clears throat> or Butler's instance, you know, I think they were a nine seed when they made it to the championship game. I think you need to keep it exactly like it is. I mean, what would the NBA do anyway? I mean, let's just say, hypothetically, they decide, all right, this is a good idea, we'll go to one and Duns, and it'll be exciting and all that. Do they go from an 82 game season to a 100 game season because you know the playoffs take forever?
0: Yeah, I uh, I I tried to be forward thinking about it, right? So I, I had a, a realization today. There's a reason why I love baseball so much, and it's because the games played today as it was played 60 years ago, more or less. And, and I, I find myself as I start to hear these reports about updates to the game of the NBA and i'm becoming that angry old man who doesn't think it needs to change because it's just fine the way it is right. uh, you know what i mean to the most part um when when i think about a four point basket there used to be those uh charity celebrity tournaments and yeah. i don't remember oh, yeah. yeah uh how how in, kind of. yeah in the, in the 90s and there was a four point bucket or a five point bucket or whatever it was And remember, they put, like, the different stars on the the court, and if you shot from there, then it was worth points and all that. Like, it was such a circus act, um, and I hated it. And my fear would be that the NBA would start turning into that. And then they take it next level. I heard a report today that they want to work on a way to become uh, strategic with the D-League and funnel in high schoolers that don't want to go to college just into the D league and literally generate like a minor league NBA, kind of like major league baseball does. Um, That's also on the docket. And then, you know, that takes away from college because those kids can go and just get paid. And uh, it's, it's very interesting, you know, as we change commissioners uh, what's going to happen here.
1: I think, um, the only thing that makes sense to me, really, is um, making the court wider. So that 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 makes sense to me. That the rest I, I don't make any any damn sense to me. And the players, you know, they're they're bigger, they're faster, all that stuff. So I might as well make it a little bit wider, so everyone has a little bit more room to roam. we will open up the lane a little bit more, a little bit better, make things a little bit better that way. But I don't think you're you're turning that old man who doesn't want things to change, I think there's no reason for it to change. The three-point shot, I don't know if they took it away. Well, they, they uh, Remember when they brought it in, I guess, is what they did? Yeah. And the people just they were just, I mean, centers were firing up threes like they're going on a style. Uh, and then, uh, you know, that they, they, they definitely moved it out to where it's supposed to be. But I would even consider widening the court and extending the three-point shot a little bit more.
0: Well, I mean, you know, that's the, the question becomes, you know, if you if you're willing to move the the distance of the three point shot back, uh, you wonder if that's what promotes the idea to maybe make it a four point shot because the the percentages go down, you know, and it gets a it's a more high risk shot. Sure. It
1: it makes it I mean more three pointers are taken now too by by more I guess different positions than they were 15 years ago or whatever, when it was, you know, right. it was Magic and Bird and stuff. Everyone, everyone's shooting now. Um, so it might make it a little bit more challenging, but I don't think you need a four-point shot. Scores are already high enough, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, you know. The the only reason you want a four-point shot is if you were trying to make games higher scoring.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's, that's
0: definitely not something the NBA needs to worry about.
1: Yeah, or to hit it over like we needed.
0: Yeah, no shit. Needed a four-point shot today a couple so, of different times.
1: Yeah, no doubt, right? So I don't know that he's doing a good job. I think I'll give him this. I mean, at least he's opening to listening to new ideas and possibly looking at other things to make the game maybe better, maybe different. You know, who knows? Uh, but at least he's not. At least at least he's willing to to put stuff out there and and, and see what will work, stick. But I don't, I definitely don't like the format of doing it like the NCAA attorney.
0: Yeah, I I definitely don't want to see the Milwaukee Bucks playing. And, and and for some reason getting the upset win over like the Heat or the Pacers. Right. And then they're fucking moving on and that one of the two best teams in the NBA is not playing for a championship.
1: Look dude and, that, and let's take it to to a level where you and I like you and I I some of my best like March Madness memories were with you. When we would go to Fox and the Hound at like 10 o'clock in the morning, or BW3s, Gov and I did the same thing one year when, when, the, when Fox and I and Carmel first opened. We'd go, and we'd sit, and all day long, and in 1 o'clock in the morning, it might be, we're sitting there yelling Bradford at every underdog team we possibly could, and we're watching, I want to say, I don't know, it was Bradford, whoever Bradford was, and I think Ohio State,
0: it was well. What's funny is the team was Bradford.
1: Was it Bradford? And that's how yeah. it same like Bradford, right? And
0: Ohio State was. It was a triple overtime first night game. Yeah. And it was the the. the I remember too, because the game before it went into overtime, so it got pushed back. That tip off wasn't until like nine thirty, ten o'clock. Yeah. And uh, and then it went into three overtimes, and I think Ohio State won on like a last second three or something um and we were we were cheering at that time we were cheering for the underdog to just beat Ohio State I think um yeah. because the game was so close we we probably lost our bets by then yeah and yeah. uh you know it, I, I feel like the trend became cheering for the underdog at that point cuz yeah, then I mean, the next the next day we were right back in the same seats cheering for every underdog calling them bradford
1: yeah and it's exact, and that's that's one of the I don't know. I truly think that's when, when I think of because uh, like, there, there's a lot. I mean, like, and I think that'll be replaced as one of the top. Well, it'll always be one of the tops, but when we all go to Vegas and they're sitting there doing it in sportsbook, that's when it'll probably be somewhat replaced. But
0: yeah, I remember too, man. Uh, it was four or five years ago. You and I went to the the championship game the, uh, the year that Butler made it, and we we were sitting on the side where the basketball court uh, or behind the hoop, and we saw that three point game buzzer shot that almost went in.
1: We were right in line with that,
0: too, which was great. I mean, we yeah. saw
1: him, re- we saw him, uh, Hayward release that. I mean, We both saw how straight that shit was, and I mean, we can say it all the time, if that would have gone in, we would have been at the best national championship game
0: ever. Oh, for sure. Unbelievable game. Unbelievable time, man. Good. So, yeah. let me ask you this. Um, when you think about Your recent recent years, like, what do you think the best game in recent years has been in the tournament?
1: Oh
0: man! In recent years, I guess
1: I guess the one that that I'm gonna go to is the uh, (laughs) the Bradford Ohio State game that we were just talking about. Um, In my mind, just because we were we were uh, we were we were watching the game, we'd been there all day long. And, like, it was literally after 13 or 14 hours of being at that bar, I think I left because I had to get a new phone or something like that. Yeah, and came back yeah. To um, and we were just as pumped, if not more pumped at that point than we were when we first walked in for the day, you know? And, and there's great, like, games that you can think of. Uh, Kentucky Duke with Malmash Mashburn and Christian Leitner. I mean, and that wasn't even that, – that was a, a Final Four game. Um, that's awesome, but – I
0: don't know, that was just a
1: fun day, a fun night, and that was an awesome game, that Bradford one.
0: Yeah, I uh, that's definitely on the top of my list. I'll tell you, there's another, I don't remember what season it was, but uh, the the run that George Mason made yeah. uh, when they beat, like, North Carolina and Duke in back-to-back weeks and got to the Final Four, I thought that was uh, a pretty memorable tournament for me. I don't remember if it was 2006, maybe, Um but I just thought that was really cool because when you think about that underdog, it wasn't a one-game thing. Like they beat top, talented teams, uh, in, in back-to-back-to-back weeks and went to the Final Four. So,
1: and, and that's kind—I of, guess that's kind of how I felt about Butler's run a couple of years ago. You know, their first run. I mean, they were nobody. I mean, they were a mid-major. Nobody, nobody had uh, uh, them making it as far as they did. I, I, I talked to my boss. Uh, is actually on the board uh, for Butler, and uh, and I asked him because we were talking about it, because we were we were driving around and we always talk Butler basketball and and he said you know I had them getting to the Sweet 16 I didn't have them getting that far so that's a bl- Butler board member has them getting to the Sweet 16. And anyone no one else probably probably had them making out of the first round or at least the,
0: uh, 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 the round
1: of 32.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Butler, they uh you know, Brad Stevens, he proved to be a really good college coach.
1: Yeah, he and did that's, good
0: stuff with that program before he left.
1: And that's that's got to be why he's still, you know, why Boston wanted him so bad is because he, they knew that he'd be pretty much coaching um college players at Boston.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting, you know, hopefully he'll he'll have a good career at the NBA level.
1: All right, so here we go. We have let me see. Let me get there for you. Sorry, I got something for you. So George Mason, an 11 seed, the first round they beat Michigan State, that was a sixth seed. Uh, then they played the three seed uh, in the second round, so the round of 32. They beat the three seed, 65-60, to 60. that was North Carolina. Uh, and then, ironically, this is kind of ironic to how this year is, George Mason uh, plays uh, the seventh seed, beats them 63-55, to 55, which was Wichita State. Um, and then in their regional final, <coughs> George Mason, the 11th seed, beats Connecticut, the 1 seed, 86-84. So they make the final four. And let me see if I can find...
0: Uh,
1: sorry, I'm not finding where the. find. It stops at the regionals, but doesn't get to...
0: Listen to that, though. Michigan State, North Carolina, Connecticut... Like, those three teams, massive teams. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, the 11 went in there and beat them. Like, what a great, great run. Probably a
1: Cinderella story. Probably an underdog in every game.
0: Oh, yeah. No doubt about it.
1: And, actually, I think they lost to UCLA in the Final Four. Let me see. I'll, (laughs) I'll look it up while we do that. So, but... The other reason I don't want to see the NBA do it is because I don't want them to take away from um, uh, what college has. It's one of the things that makes college the March so great about them is this is the only time you'll see anything like this.
0: No, I totally agree. And, and, you know, I'm one of those grouchy guys when it comes to the one-and-done rule, you know, where I think that college players should stay in for at least three years. And and imagine if if the D-League move, you know, would – would uh take away from the tournament because right. a lot of those kids oh, before go yeah. college are just going to the D League. And and you know, the the article that I was reading, uh, Silver said that he understood that he had to look out, you know, the, the NBA needed to look out for the NCAA. Uh I, I think he's doing the exact opposite when he talks about these types of ideas.
1: Yeah. Oh, I, I think it's it's a horrible move for him. There's there's nothing there's nothing good that can come from that, that's for sure. Um, and then, uh, uh, you just, you just like, what was it last year? Right. No. Was it two years ago? Connecticut won it with, uh, uh, Kimba Walker. Yeah. uh, that, I think they were eighth in the big East. And the only reason they got into the tournament is because they won the big East
0: championship. They beat Syracuse. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and so they get in and they just, they're, they're on fire. Uh, so they go back through and, and they, they end up, uh, I think they beat Butler in the national championship game, and that was Butler's second year, the year after they played Duke.
0: Where is Campbell Walker now, you might ask?
1: <laughs> yeah, where is Campbell Walker now?
0: He's riding the bench. Is he? Yeah, I I don't remember if he's Orlando or not. I think he's down south, though.
1: So George Mason lost to either Florida or UCLA. I can't figure out who, but it was, it was Florida-UCLA national championship, and that was the year
0: uh, Florida went
1: back-to-back.
0: Nice. Watch out, Florida's gonna be tough this year. Led by Joe Kim Noah. Oh, fucking, he's terrible. He's got the ugliest. He's not terrible. He's got the, ugliest, he he's got the ugliest shot. I know, man. He's the. No, he, I, uh, I, I, I hated him at Florida just because I thought he was arrogant as shit. And uh, you know, he's grown on me a little bit because of how tough that he plays. But he's got the ugliest jump shot in the world. Yeah, he
1: does. Yeah. Look, there's, there's no doubt about it. He's not. But Jesus, dude, I'll take him on my team anytime for sure. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: And it did was uh, yeah, I mean I was, I was I'm impressed definitely impressed. Um, Chicago man, Florida.
0: Chicago's been impressive. Uh, you know they we'll beat New York up today, and, and they're going to they're probably going to end up being the number three seed in uh, the East. How how good did
1: uh, DJ Augustine look today?
0: That kid, you know, I'll tell you, he's played on enough teams now that I think he's starting to learn how to play the game. He is coming along. He is starting to look really good.
1: I mean, he was, I know it was garbage, a lot of it was garbage time, but hell, whatever. It was it was good time for him, and he got in there and he lit it up.
0: Yeah, well, and remember, he played for Chicago before, uh, and then he was in Indy for a while, and now he's back. Um, I didn't so know he
1: did for Chicago. I, I yeah, didn't.
0: He came from, he went from Chicago to Indy, and then when Indy let him go, he got picked back up from, uh, by Chicago. Uh, well,
1: they should give him Derek Rose's contract.
0: I'm telling you. I don't know about that,
1: but... I'm just kidding, dude. I'm just kidding about
0: that. <laughs> he'd, he'd earn it more than Rose would.
1: But there's, we were talking last week. There's your Nate Robinson, you know?
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: Uh, that's that's the... Uh,
0: Although, you know, Denver, there, he's he blew out his ACL, so... Oh, did he? Yeah, I just found out about that. Uh well... Hey, uh, I want to... Uh, I don't want to get too far away from NCAA. I want to ask you one thing. Uh, what do you think about Wichita State... 31 and 0. Uh, do you think they deserve the number one overall seed? No. no. I think they're
1: a, I think they're a three or a four seed. I would say at 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 highest. Um, let me answer your question right. Do they deserve it? I, I would give it to them. I I think they deserve it, but I just think that the uh, the, the selection committee will give them only a three or a four seed because they still don't give a lot of respect to mid majors.
0: Well, who who did Wichita State beat this year? So, like, because I disagree. I don't think they deserve it. I think that if you uh, you know you pull the RPI rankings and you look at strength of schedule, uh, you know Wichita State is not that impressive. Well, they
1: won. They won. They haven't lost all year. That's that's. I mean, they didn't have an off night. You know, Syracuse pretty much almost lost four in a row, and they're getting more love.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know, man. I just, I just don't think that they deserve the number one overall seed. When you think about, well,
1: well
0: you know, the, the quality wins. I change,
1: change what you're saying just a little bit. I agree they don't deserve the number one overall seed, but do they deserve a number one seed?
0: Oh, uh, was, yeah. Yeah, I'll, was I'll no give fun. you that. I think they do deserve a number one seed. Yeah. I, I do agree. That,
1: that's uh, what I was going with. Is that I think they deserve a number one. I, I don't. Yeah, I agree. They don't agree. The number one overall, no way. But okay. a one seed, I would give it to them. But they're mid major, and and then unfortunately they won't get it. And that's, and that's too bad because even in Butler's years, when you know they they did well, they were I think the highest they were was a five seed.
0: Uh, yeah, I think that's right. Uh,
1: and that was even their second year into the tournament, even though they start. They did start off a little weak, but they still... Whatever. It's just it's just too bad. That's all. It's too bad. Uh, and then... Uh, good for them, though, you know? Yeah. I mean, think about it, dude. How long have we watched college basketball? We've never seen this before.
0: No, we haven't. Last time the team went undefeated was in the 70s with yeah. uh, the Hoosiers. I mean, they... Was that 74, 76?
1: I think it was... Well, that was Indiana State, right? So... That, well, it wasn't Indiana. It was Indiana State, right? I think so, yeah. So it wasn't the... Who, who are the racers? Isn't that what they are?
0: Uh, fuck, I don't remember.
1: So it's, it's Larry Bird's alma mater, not Isaiah Thomas's. Um, and I think it's the racers, which is the dumbest thing ever. And I think, I think it was 76. I'm not positive, but I think it was 76. But either way, I mean, it's cool that it happened, that we get to see it. I mean, it really, I don't think we've talked about it's, it's amazing. They didn't have a night off. They didn't, you know. They they went out and they took care of their fucking business.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, I, I, I'm curious to see how they do in the tournament. Uh, part of me thinks that they'll be, you know, one and done. uh'
1: because
0: they're gonna have to lose eventually.
1: They're gonna have to.
0: And it's gonna happen in the tournament.
1: Um, but don't we have a bet out there? What's the bet that we have? Uh, you mean
0: attorney?
1: No, uh, Wichita State bet. Don't we have a Wichita State bet out there? Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, Gov says that they won't make the Elite Eight. You said that they do.
1: Okay. All right. You didn't get in on that?
0: No, I stayed out of it. Okay. I did get uh, uh governor. I have the bet that Kansas is not going to be out in the second round. Okay. Okay.
1: <laughs> they won't be out in the
0: second. Gov's crazy. I think so. They're not a one and done team. I, I,
1: I, they'll at least I mean again they come from a big conference they have a high RPI they have a lot of good things going for them they'll get a high seed so they'll play against you know pretty inferior uh, opponents I guess.
0: And what they're gonna bet best if they get a number one or number two seed they're gonna play what a nine an eight in this game?
1: Oh, in the second round. Yeah, 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 exactly. They'll play a nine or eight in the second round. And by the way, I finally found it. Uh, George Mason lost to Florida. In the
0: final. Okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, I'm ridiculous.
1: Um, but yeah, it, 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 I have a feeling the per, the team that's going to win this tournament is one we haven't even talked about yet, and I don't know who it is. I can't say, but it'll be Brad. It might be Bradford.
0: Go Bradford.
1: Go Bradford, indeed. All right. I the list has eluded me. I forget what's next, my man. Uh,
0: well, that covers the list, brother.
1: Oh, good. All right. Well, we crushed the list, but so. When you're watching, I don't know, Sunday's, Sunday's always the best day for sports, whether it's football or, like, today there were some decent college basketball games on, good NBA games going on. Um, like, can you, like, when you watch the college basketball games today, is there, like, today, I mean, not, like, this year, is there a team that you're looking out there and going, you know, they just might sneak up and get somebody?
0: Uh, you know, that. That's a tough one to answer, because uh, because I, I think the first team that comes to mind when you ask me that is uh, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, now, and, and, and
1: I. Why it's coming home tonight?
0: I'm not, but I will tell you this. So I watched it play Penn State today, and you know when when you look at the quality of wins the Badgers have had this year on the road, um, and I mean you're talking you know some impressive victories. Uh, and, you know, they beat Florida. They beat uh, Iowa. I mean, they beat some good teams this year. And uh, I, I know a lot of people are saying that uh, when you say sneak up, I don't want it to sound like I'm, I'm saying no No one's talked about them all year because they they've had some attention. I mean, shit, they're a top 15-ranked team. But I think they could be a team. The more I watch them play, the more I think they have what it takes to, to, to be uh, the team that goes all the way. All right. I mean, I'll probably look at the odds to see what that is because I might bet it. Yeah, and it, it's,
1: that's kind of the fun part is if you can kind of, you know, where your bracket ends up being, how your bracket ends up looking, it's usually indicative on what long shots you think might go ahead and, and just kind of make their way through. Um,
0: I guess, like... What about you?
1: That's, that's, that's kind of what I was starting to think. Like, I don't know, I guess as rankings stand right now, a team that I don't want to count, count out, it's the 17th ranked in the country right now, it's Kentucky. Um, they played a strong strength of schedule. They have a great, you know, a, a coach that knows how to, how to manage an attorney. So, you know, I'd say a sleeper team would be along those lines. Another team that I don't even think is in the top 25, and they have hits, they have misses, and, you know, and yes, I'm a homer, but watch out for UCLA.
0: They'll have some wins.
1: They'll get they'll get they'll make some damage in the, they'll have some damage in the in the tourney.
0: Yeah, I I think that's a good call. I I think you know they've kind of flown under the, the radar this year, but they've got some good quality play.
1: I mean they have again hard strength and schedule, so they're not playing a bunch of chumps. I know it's a little overinflated because I don't think Arizona is you know as as strong as as you know, they're, they're a two loss team, but I I don't know that they're crazy strong about it. I mean, let let's be honest, if Arizona's playing Syracuse today, who do you take?
0: Uh ooh. I don't know. Syracuse scares the shit out of me right now. I mean I think I still take Syracuse, but I might but,
1: too. But I'm not and I don't have a lot of faith in Syracuse, but I still might, but that just also shows maybe what we think Arizona. Yeah, that's true. But I don't know. It's nice to see that March it's it's March first. Or in March 2nd, I should say. Yep. Well, shit, sure, bro. I think we crushed all this. You want
0: to do your news? Absolutely. Alright, buddy. Stop I'm on. a god. And football players pretend they live in a box. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Peyton Manning looks fucking good. Oh, goody! One's using, maybe one was using, and now he's not. Perturbed and frustrated. You can accept it. Can I argue and complain about whoever the fuck dresses Craig Seager?
1: JoJo, the idiot circus boy. Uh, <laughs>
0: Good news, bro. Really good news. I like it. Stupid news is from Florida. Brought to you by Florida. Oh,
1: Florida. Okay. (laughs) Really is. Love Florida for
0: stupid news. Yeah. So I had two that came from Florida that 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 made it to the finals. One was about a guy who got mad at his girlfriend, uh, so he drove her car into a river. And sank it. Um, but I went with the different one. I wanted to, you know, in, in light of Gov being absent from us tonight for, for you know, duties, I felt that this would be a story I could, uh, you know, kind of shoot his way, and hopefully he'll hear this and, and get a chuckle. Um, and I read. Mother, 53, arrested for battering daughter, age 25, with a used diaper. A Florida woman was arrested for battery after striking her 25-year-old daughter in the face with a used diaper. Police report that victim Jessica Caldwell returned Monday to her Brandonton home and discovered, her, quote, her mother became intoxicated while caring for her 2-year-old daughter. The verbal argument allegedly turned physical when Christine O'Keefe, aged 53, threw a used diaper at the victim, striking her in the face. During the subsequent mother-daughter scuffle, Caldwell struck her mother in the right brow. O'Keefe, however, was the only one arrested for misdemeanor battery. Seen in the adjacent mugshot, O'Keefe was released from jail Tuesday after posting a $1,000 bond. She is scheduled for a March 27th circuit court arraignment. Uh, You've got to pull up this chick's face, dude, because her mugshot, she's grinning from ear to ear. (laughs) So, Gov, if you and the wife get into a dispute... Don't use a used diaper; you'll get arrested for battery.
1: So, like, really, who? I mean, there, there's a lot wrong with that. I'm mean, in Florida. Um, uh, who calls the cops and say my mom beat me with a used diaper?
0: I know, right? How do you think that call goes? Is the uh, <laughs> this is the operator laughing? And she says, "Okay." Yeah. yeah, it reminds me of that Austin Powers line. Honestly, who throws a shoe? Honestly, who throws a diaper?
1: I mean, like, it's it's true. I mean, totally. Uh, It's like, oh, yeah, and I see the mugshot. She looks creepy as shit, too. Yeah. She looks like uh, Chucky's, like, girlfriend, you know, the the doll. Oh, yeah. Uh, Horrible. uh, Not just that, but then, you know, it just shows, again, what type of class of people you have down there in Florida whose mother is watching her grandchild taking care of her grandchild, and gets too drunk to go ahead and, and, and totally belligerent. What a dumb shit.
0: Yeah. Florida, once again, proving that they're not good for anything.
1: Do you just subscribe to, like, the Florida Sun Sentinel?
0: No, bro. I, I know it, it's hard to believe, but I, uh, I truly don't go looking for Florida stupid news. It finds me. It <laughs> absolutely finds me. Uh <laughs>
1: so i think i don't know if i'm on the same page that you're on where you got your news but i'm looking at like related articles um and on the far right it says uh, a woman busted for attacking live-in boyfriend when he refused to cuddle in bed
0: <laughs>
1: i have to send that one to my girlfriend uh still appreciate that uh good news bro good news let's do some uh let's do a final thought
0: yeah i uh I just want to give a quick shout out to my pops. Tomorrow's his birthday. And uh you know, obviously we don't record on, on Monday, so I thought I'd take tonight and just give him a little shout out and say I love you and happy birthday, old man. Amazing. Uh, we don't
1: plan this out at all. Happy birthday, Pops, by the way. My final thought is uh excuse me. Um, so let's talk about cancer for a second. Just not the most well, popular subject in the world but i would say the number one cancer foundation that people know about donate to is susan susan g coleman you know you see the pink everywhere you know in and, and nfl players in october wear pink socks wear you know whatever they can on the field or you know all athletes to support you know breast cancer or cancer survivors and people they've lost to cancer and uh um you know everybody in their life has you know had some sort of run in one way or another with cancer you know somebody has touched them um but with Susan G. Komen she's uh, that that's the, one of the biggest foundations so just want to make sure if you ever decided to donate to cancer um just look up who you're donating to it's easy to donate to the big ones for every dollar that you donate to Susan G. Komen 84 cents actually goes to cancer research um it, uh, supposedly goes to cancer research. Uh, then there's uh, a lot of other lawyers' fees that it goes to because they take time to sue people who put "for the cure" at the end of their uh, mantras or whatever because they want to make sure that it's only associated with Susan B. Cohen, which seems like a meaningless fight. If you're doing something for the cure, you might as well do anything for the cure. Um, and then there's certain things that that kind of disturb me about uh, her foundation. Um, that uh, you'll see there, there's actually handguns out there where the top is pink because uh, it's endorsed by Susan G. Komen. Um, there is uh, soft drinks and sugars that, are, that, that they support, um, which uh, the sad thing about it that people don't uh, realize is for every piece of sugar intake that you have <clears throat> into your system, uh, it actually feeds cancer and makes it spread. Uh, even faster, and that's like vitamins for cancer, any type of, of, of sugar that you put in there. So it, it's, it's just like anything else. I understand that it's turned itself into big business, but you know, it started out doing a lot of good. still does some good, but there are other organizations out there that do a much better job of uh, donating to to causes, and tomorrow's one year since my mom passed, so that's definitely heavy on my I mind um uh, and uh i'll be donating my 50 cents or whatever i have uh, can afford to the right counselor foundation so when you're out there just take a look at uh who does who does good by whom instead of who
0: says they do good by whom
1: so my final thought uh and i uh, can't thank hollywood enough for being on the show um as always i mean it's it should say it, it should say it like it's not his show it's his show as much as anybody else's that's for sure more his than mine um, it's ours, and uh, it's just great to be able to sit back, talk with them, and have a good time and appreciate the fuck that I have somebody as awesome as him in my life. So uh, beard or no beard, I still love them. Uh, love you too, bro. <laughs> on that, we'll end this uh, this, this badass show tonight at almost exactly one hour. So motherfuckers, we're out.
0: And during the moments that we have left, you want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here can really
1: understand? This is going to be one fucked up podcast. And we've got players now coming up limp. AP in football. This is a guy who's broken down. You don't know
0: the power of the dark side. They believe in karma, man. Seriously?
1: You fellas been doing a bit of boozing, have you? Sucking back on grandpa's old cough medicine? Oh, Rondo just got ejected. Seriously? I'm talking about the the... The pre-intercour. There's still maybe some titties. What we've got
0: here is failure to mutate. That was a freak day. With Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere.